When we are operating out of alignment, it is because we are operating out of conditioning. We are no longer operating out of the uncorrupted part of our true self, which is our highest self, which is our authority. We're allowing our minds to make our decisions for us. The work is all about interrogating those limiting beliefs and stories that we've carted around all our lives. Those are the stories of conditioning. Welcome back to another episode of To Be Authentic, the only podcast that teaches you how to build a bridge to the life you want from the life you have using human design, the gene keys, and the work. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. Hi again. I am so happy to be here. I've had a really emotional week. And it has taken me a while to figure out what was going on. I am in the process of getting the first house I ever bought for myself ready to sell. And it's absolutely the right decision. I use my human design. I had the sacral clarity. So I don't want to let my mind come in and try to talk me out of it because I'm all emotional about letting it go. But it really, really was bringing up a lot of tears for me. I I couldn't figure it out. And I finally had a flash of insight. I put a post up on Instagram under my personal handle, and it was a picture that I had come across that I had taken in 2018. And it was right after I had painted the staircase and I put my dress form at the top of the stairs. And the light is beautiful. It's black and white. The vibe of the image is so gentle and peaceful. And it's what I created in that space. And I couldn't figure out why I was so emotional about preparing it for someone else to start living in. And I'm so caught up in the romance of it. I couldn't figure out why I kept breaking out in tears. I mean, they would just flow when I'd start to think about the house, what it means to me, what it meant to me. And what I figured out that's so beautiful, and and it actually is what I needed to release, I figured out that this was my first home. It is the first place that I have ever lived in where it was my nest. It brought me safety and comfort and protection. And I realized that, you know, this is not a knock on how I grew up. My mom is extraordinary. She's amazing. She always provided. But as a child, we moved around a lot. We moved almost every year growing up from the moment that I can remember of my house burning down when I was six. So that was the first house that was unsafe, literally burnt to the ground. All we had were the clothes on our back when we got out. And after that, every living experience was somehow tainted by sorrow, death, violence, destruction, emotional abuse. And there was never this constant feeling of I can rest. And that's what this house has given me. It was a place where I could rest safely 
now that I've broken out of that, I feel like I can breathe again. <laughs> I feel like I can be present again and share thoughts that I think are helpful to listeners who are in their experience of living human design, the gene keys and the work. But it's so funny because the creative process absolutely refuses to be corralled or operate on demand. It just refuses to do that. And so it has been a little unnerving when I can't find the hook or the right inspiration or the right takeaway in order to build a story, a lesson, something that I think has lasting value. And I just wanted to share that with you because it's related to all of this in the sense of, do we give ourselves the space we need to feel? Do we give ourselves the space we need to grieve, to sit in wonder and curiosity and inquiry about what is this that I'm feeling? And that's what I love about today's episode is that we're going to talk about Byron Katie's The Work. If you're not familiar with it, I will put links in the show notes to her website and her podcast. It's spectacular. It's an essential part of the Quantum Way, which is the seven-step process that we use to integrate human design, the gene keys, and the work in a moment-to-moment -moment path to living your truth. And so the first time that I met Byron Katie in the work, it's really funny because when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. We hear that phrase a lot. And that was the case for me with the work. I had friends several times saying, Byron Katie, Byron Katie, Byron Katie. Uh, she's so accessible. And her gift to humanity is one of the simplest yet most profound tools to bring individual peace and eliminate individual suffering. And it's all about the art of inquiry into our own beliefs, our own behaviors, our own reactions, our own perceptions of reality. And so I'd heard her name a few times, and it just never was the right time for me to add another technique or practice to my self-investigations. And then once I started living my human design and started to really build a relationship with my sacral, because that's my decision-making authority, really giving it space, giving it a voice. Because what I had learned in my reading, I discovered that my channel of logic was often hijacking my true sacral response. It would only permit, because my conditioning was so deep about, oh, your mind can figure everything out for you. If it's rational and reasonable, your mind has the answers. And what we learn in human design is the mind does not have the answers for ourselves, for what is correct for us. It's there to help others, and it's there as an ally for our decision-making, but it is not there for the actual decision. The decision comes from our higher intelligence, which is uncorrupted by conditioning, and which is why it often feels uncomfortable when we first build a relationship with our authority, because we're not used to making decisions that way. We're not used to listening to our body to tell us what is correct or not for us. And so what I learned in my reading a year ago was that my mind works with my ego, which is either not feeling like it's good enough or wanting someone's approval, and my solar plexus not wanting to really speak my true thoughts because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or make anyone else feel uncomfortable. So pretending 
going along to get along, right? That my mind would only let through the sacral decisions that it agreed with. And so I used last year to really start listening. And when I was listening to my sacral, I was always listening to podcasts. The two podcasts that I listened to all last year during the summer while I was building a relationship with my sacral, I listened to Wealthy and Aligned by Human Design and At Home with Byron Katie. And the two of these practices, I found that they work really, really, really well together because while I was learning all about my decision-making authority and understanding what that meant, I was also learning how it could be helpful in my business through the Wealthy and Aligned by Human Design podcast. But also what I was seeing and experiencing by listening to Byron Katie's podcast was the power of questioning our beliefs. And the reason this is so important for human design is when we are operating out of alignment, it is because we are operating out of conditioning. We are no longer operating out of the pureness, the uncorrupted part of our true self, which is our highest self, which is our authority. We're allowing our minds to make our decisions for us. That's what we've been taught to do. And when I think about the work, the work is all about interrogating those limiting beliefs and stories that we've carted around all our lives. Those are the stories of conditioning. How freeing if you can actually go back and find the origin story to your conditioning. So the work is a practice of inquiry, and it's an inquiry into your thoughts. And this all came to be through Byron Katie's own experience after 10 years of severe depression, suicidal ideation, self-loathing, where she had an epiphanic flash of insight one day. So the practice is very simple. It's a practice of conscious inquiry into what we're seeing and believing or thinking. And then it's about this embodied awareness of how does it feel. So to take a, a belief and inquire about it, is it true? This is not an intellectual exercise. And that's what I love about her podcast is she really works with people to help them take the idea that clearly they are feeling up here in their head and push it down into the body because that's where the truth is felt. It's that embodied consciousness or embodied awareness. And what I love about it is this is the practice of radical ownership and accountability for who we are and for our own feelings, our own part in whatever suffering we're experiencing. Truly powerful. And while the work is incredibly powerful on its own, when it is brought into the world of human design in the Gene Keys, it is that much more powerful because it's no longer just a blank canvas, which is scouting for the thoughts and feelings that are coming into your person as you're living your life. It's human design and the Gene Keys give you this added option to channel the work, to focus on specific areas of your life, to find and interrogate the limiting beliefs and the limiting stories that are keeping you from your joy, from your power, your happiness. 
So when you enter the world of human design, because that's one of the pillars of the quantum way, what human design does is it teaches us where we are prone to conditioning. It tells us, and it's all about our definition, where we open in terms of our energy centers, where we open in terms of our definition, the construct, whether we're a single definition, split definition, quadruple, et cetera. And this is where the mind is an ally. It helps you to see where you need to be on the lookout for where you're acting in ways that are out of alignment with the true you. And just a point of clarification, we can still be conditioned where we have definition. I just want to be clear about that. So in my own case, I have a defined head because I have the channel of logic. That defined head was taking over my sacral. The conditioning message that I grew up with or I fabricated for myself was, I'm smart. I can figure this out. I'm going to give all my decision-making authority about everything to my mind, not my feelings. Do you see how conditioning can happen even where you're defined? So we can't take those defined centers for granted. So the other thing about human design, where it guides us in terms of where we need to be on the lookout for conditioning, there are 14 unique combinations of energy and decision-making authority. Each one of those operates in a very unique way. You want to know yours because this is all about your embodied intelligence, your embodied awareness, even if your authority is the lunar cycle, or even if your authority is the environment, like a mental projector. It still is your embodied wisdom, how you're feeling in your body that's going to give you the correct decision in response to the environmental factors or the lunar cycle. So with human design, we basically get the map to be aware of where we're going to be most prone for conditioning stories and beliefs. The stories and beliefs that are going to cause us suffering. Stories and beliefs to be a certain way, to be someone we're not, to measure up to someone else's expectation. This is why you want to know your human design chart. So now let's turn to the gene keys. So the gene keys are all about energetic frequency. There are 64 gene keys. They correspond to the ancient wisdom of the I Ching. Your human design chart has certain gene keys that are activated, either through a channel or through a dormant gate. You have activations in your chart that have specific energetic frequencies that are going to be more resonant or more evident in your life or more constant. Let's put it that way, more constant and fixed in your life. All of the gene keys, to be clear, are active in us. We just have a predisposition to experience some over others. And this is where your gene key holographic profile comes in. Each gene key that is in your chart that is active, and especially the ones that are part of the golden path sequence, which includes the activation sequence, the Venus sequence, and the pearl sequence, these gene keys all have three different energetic frequencies. They have a shadow frequency, a gift frequency, and a city frequency. And so what you want to do is use the gene keys to know when you're operating in shadow, self-audit, right? To have a regular routine self-audit every day, every hour, every week, whatever works for you to see where you are operating in lower level energy of shadow. Because guess what? Like energy attracts like energy. If you're in shadow frequency, that's what you're going to attract in terms of situations, experiences, and people. 
If you're in gift energy, that's what you're going to attract. Light, ease, joy, love, freshness. We are constantly operating in shadow gift city throughout our day, throughout our lives, because everything is situational. Life is in flow. We're in flow. We're constantly interacting with the world around us, the weather, people, traffic, everything. And so constantly our energy is in play. It's in flow. And our frequency is changing. It's in flow. So human design and the gene keys provide focus through the human design map and fuel, rocket fuel through the gene keys. Because the better and more efficient and effective you get at identifying when your energetic frequency is in shadow and moving it into gift frequency, the faster your life is going to transform. The more beautiful your life becomes, the more effortless and easeful it becomes. Human design and the gene keys are incredibly powerful and they will sustain you for the rest of your life. This is why we love the quantum way. It is a constant reminder that this is the cycle that we go through. Know who we are, honor that, and monitor, are we in ourselves? Are we in our body? Are we in our gift frequency? Human design and the gene keys are a mechanism for witnessing and managing your conditioning and making the correct decisions and changing your energetic frequency. What they don't do that the work does, they don't give you the mechanism to actually change your story. So you can keep getting stuck in the same conditioning traps. This is really, really important. This is why the work is steps six and seven of the quantum way sequence, because it's not enough to just make that decision, to recognize that you're in conditioning and to make that decision. What becomes really powerful is when you can, through the practice of inquiry into your thoughts, beliefs, and stories, when you're able to go into a shadow frequency and find the origin, just like I did at the beginning of this podcast, when I was talking about, I was in a funk. I was really sad about my house. I couldn't figure out why am I feeling this pain? And it was really debilitating. I was supposed to do photos for my house this week. I had to delay it yet again because I didn't have the energy and the wherewithal to do what I needed to do on my end to get ready for, for picture day because I was feeling debilitated by my emotions. I was so sad. I was feeling so much sorrow and I couldn't find the source of it. And so instead of telling myself a story, oh, you big baby, right? Or letting my mind come in and said, this must mean you're not supposed to sell it. It's like, no, no. I know that my sacral said, this is what I'm supposed to do in this moment. I don't know why. I trust the reason why. And we're going to know why months from now, but that's not my job is to know why. I just know what my sacral is telling me. And so I found the origin story of my sadness and sorrow and attachment. And the origin story came from my childhood. It came from the constant moving around. What a relief and a release. There are always wisdom and gems deep inside these stories and they're so layered. So now my work is is it true that I moved around a lot relative to what, <laughs> right? Is it true that I didn't have a constant feeling of support or safety? Maybe I just don't call it house, but it was mom, 
right? So you get to go into these places to really investigate and inquire these stories that you tell yourself that keep you in a stuck state, an immature state from the feelings that were so painful that we, we haven't wanted to look at again. So what the work does is when you're in shadow, ask yourself, why am I feeling this? And that's when you can start the cycle of, is it true? So I want to share another example why the work in human design and the gene keys are so powerful together. It's like they were made together. And incidentally, I was looking up when each of these systems started. And it's so fascinating to me. Byron Katie had her epiphany in 1986. Around the same time in 1987, in Ibiza, Spain, Rauru Hu had his mystical experience, the download of the human design system. Then in 1987, in Sussex, England, Richard Rudd had the first of his mystical experiences in downloads about the Gene Keys. So essentially, we're around the 30-year mark of each of these systems operating independently and really changing lives. And the opportunity that we're taking with To Be Authentic and The Quantum Way is what happens when you bring these three things together? Because they're complementary and empowering. And everyone is welcome to go deep on each one of these separately. For me, because the way I'm built, I'm a manifesting generator. Manifesting generators love efficiency. We love speed. We love impact and the satisfaction of being productive, of making a difference. I don't have 30 years to practice each one of these separately. So for me, I started to use these tools in very organic ways whenever the need came up. And then I realized how interwoven they are and how they can each support the other discipline or practice to be that much more effective. So I talked already about the example of inquiring about the sorrow I had been feeling about my house and how the work allowed me to get to that source story, the origin story of the conditioning. And I want to share just another example that's, I think, much more relatable and, and perhaps, at least I hope, helpful of why we keep ourselves away from this inquiry and what's required to actually lean into the work, human design and the gene keys. And I really want to honor how hard it is and terrifying it is to break out of our conditioning beliefs because a couple of things happen. One, we have to acknowledge that we're wrong that the way we've been living our lives is wrong. Oh, that's a hard one. That's a really, really, really hard one. How long has it been wrong? How much time have I wasted, right? And so you get into this whole sunk cost logic. Well, I've already spent this much time. What if I keep doing X and maybe it will change? Well, how much more of your life are you going to spend giving grace to the thing that's not working? And I have my own story about that. It has to do with me running my own business. I've been working for myself for 24 years, all told. I worked for a company straight out of college for three years. And then I worked for a consultancy for about six years in my 40s. And other than that, I've been working on my own as an independent contractor, or you know, now I have an established business, which is a storytelling business. I just had my 10-year anniversary 
And I have a business partner that I've been working with for nine of those 10 years to do high stakes, hard to tell stories, which are often pitch decks or brand narratives. And our approach to those is through the lens of authenticity. So we were always doing work that was about authenticity. And it was always about digging underneath and excavating the truth of an organization and the leaders and why they do what they do. Why this company? How do they interpret the legend and legacy of this company and the reason for it in this world? So I've been doing this work for you know, 10 solid years. And it's very, very satisfying. I love it. I'm built for it. It brings together my creative and analytical sides into one creative expression and output. And I do it with somebody who's just a pure genius. And so my intellect gets displayed in such a powerful, magnetic, beautiful, powerful, impactful way it, that it goes so deep emotionally in whoever the story or narrative is for. And this brings me a lot of joy. But the reality is that not every business leader actually wants a story that way. And I'm always marveling a little bit at how for a lot of business leaders, for all the talk about differentiation and positioning, they actually want to sound similar to the others in their field. They don't want to sound too different because they don't want to have to defend that. And the only reason why they don't want to have to defend that is because they haven't done the work to dig deep and see what is uniquely them that nobody else can copy. But this is really deep, heavy work. And a lot of times people think of business plans and strategies and fundraising decks as formalities, right? As just put the numbers and just put the bold phrases and that's enough. It's like, no, it, it really isn't. If you're going to show up in an authentic way, asking for money or asking for someone to buy your product, you need to own the truth of who you are and why this business is what you do, what you uniquely do and why it matters. So this business, when COVID hit, we ran into our struggles like a lot of small businesses and it never really came back. But it's not that the customers aren't there. It's because Tara and I started living our design and elevating our frequency to work with only certain kinds of clients. So we're elevating our design even more than where we were because now we're clear, oh, these are the people that we're here for from a narrative standpoint. We're just in the process of rebuilding and attracting that caliber of client. So as we rebuild our narrative business, this was earlier this year, we're starting to align it more around how we're uniquely built with our human design. I was doing some research on this concept in human design called fractal lines. And the concept of fractal or fractal group or fractal people, it's basically, these are the people you are meant to serve and they're waiting for you, but they can't find you if you're living in shadow frequency. You need to elevate and live in gift. So I was doing this research and the only place I found a definition of fractal, and that's F-R-A-C-T-A-L, not I-L-E, what I came across was this woman, Danielle Iman, who is the host of the Wealthy and Aligned by Human Design podcast. And as I listened to her podcast and realized that she was a business coach and her specialty was helping female entrepreneurs develop businesses or align their businesses around their human design, 
I thought, oh, this is really, really intriguing. And I thought, I need to investigate this. I need to check this out. And so I did. And she was opening up a masterclass group container for 2023 for this year, this calendar year. And I told my sister about it. So my sister jumps in head first. She's two years older than I am. So she's the big courageous sister, right? And I'm sitting on the bench, kind of nervous in my room, looking around, man, she jumped. What am I going to do? And so interesting how conditioning crops up. And so for me, I had these stories. I don't need a business coach. I've been running my own business for 24 years. I don't need someone to tell me how to run my business. I went to Harvard Business School. I know how to run a business. <laughs> you know, I don't need someone coaching me on that. I should be able to figure it out myself. Okay? I should be able to figure it out myself. That phrase, that is my phrase that I now recognize as my mind trying to take over my sacral. Do you see how this happens? I should be able to figure it out myself with my mind. I've done the schooling, right? It's not rocket science. I do it for others. I help them with their marketing and their positioning. I should be able to do it myself. This now, when that phrase shows up in my mind, it's my alarm bell. It's a trigger warning to tell me to stop, pause, and investigate. This is why the work is so important because this is the opportunity for me to say, why do I think that? Have I been running my business for 24 years? How's it going? Is it at the level that you want it to be? Do you really have all of the answers? Is it true? This ability to inquire is very vulnerable because it's the first step in accepting that we don't have all the answers, that we could be wrong, that we could be doing it wrong, that we could have been wasting a lot of our life force and our time and our energy, not using our time here wisely. At the end of my life, I want to know that I left nothing on the table. Hiring a business coach for this moment in my life is an act in support of that, is an act in support of my true self, which does not want to leave any life on the table. I want no what ifs unanswered. I want to know that I really applied myself and used my life to live my legacy, to do what I came here to do. That's what To Be Authentic is about. How much time are we willing to waste living someone else's dream, living up to someone else's expectations that we don't really value or believe, not embracing who we really are fearlessly and unapologetically? So, what happens when we face those stories, those limiting beliefs, and get to the root? of them, we rewire our brain. And the way Tara talks about it, and I love this, Tara and I actually went to the nine-day retreat with Byron Katie back in March of this year. And it was so transformative for each of us. We had our incredible transformations and really embodied the value of this practice, which is why we believe in it so much and why we practice it and why we want to bring it to our clients and to all of you. And the way Tara talks about it, she said, you know, it's almost like you take the story that you've been playing for yourself that was on this shelf in this part of your brain, you take it down from the shelf, you open it, you rearrange the pages, you give it a new title, and you take it and you put it on this shelf of your brain. 
so that now when your brain wants to go back to that story, it's no longer there. This is why the origin stories for our suffering are so important to root out because once you really see and embody the wisdom that you have inside, that your higher self has inside, you can no longer ever again go to that story. Now you go to this one. I just gave myself truth bumps, right? And I love Tara's expression of that. I think it's so perfectly captured. So that is why the work is such an integral part of the quantum way. You take any one of these systems or disciplines away and you still have something that works, okay? It's going to get you results, but it might take you this much time instead of this much time. And I'm all about this much time. I am not about lollygagging my way through the rest of my life. I am about results now. Results for me, results for my clients, results for my business. And look at what has come out of this. So as my conditioned self was saying to me back in January, when I was debating, oh, should I do this coaching? I don't need this coaching, right? That again, my channel of logic, I don't need this coaching. Well, what if I did? I just opened it up a little. What if I did? What if I did get something from this? Well, do you know what I've got in the last six months? that I have been actively in this group, I got a whole new business. I got a download from my higher self about to be authentic. I witnessed and experienced firsthand the awesome power of how to bring together human design, the gene keys, and the work in a way that transforms every part of your life. And almost instantly. I don't want to oversell it. Certain things can be instant. But quickly, you know, this is not about weeks and years. No, this is about when you're committed and you're willing to accept that maybe you've been doing it wrong. Maybe you've been doing your life or a part of it wrong. That maybe if you had some insights about the true you, how you're built, how you're predisposed to certain fixed ways of showing up in the world and bringing your gifts to us, but also certain ways that you are prone to being conditioned by everyone else's thoughts, everyone else's messages, by everyone else's fears and expectations. When these three things come together, it's life-changing and life-giving. So my takeaway messages are the three systems are better together, period. Each one of them has their own merits and they're very good. And you can go down deeply into each of them. If that's correct for you, go for it. But if you want the speed of transformation in your life that is authentic and true emotionally, intellectually, spiritually for you, then you get that through bringing the three of these disciplines together in the quantum way. So this business, this podcast, this moment would not even exist if I didn't approach with humility and self-acceptance that okay, I might have a Harvard MBA, but maybe I, maybe I don't know what I should do for my business. Maybe I don't know. Wow. That's pretty powerful, right? If I had not had the humility to allow that question in, I never would have entered this masterclass that has completely transformed my life and my business. It's given me this platform, which is very aligned with my purpose 
the reason I came into this world in the first place in the way that I am serving from here on out. I will do this forever for the rest of my days. If you feel that you are leaving any part of your life on the table where it's not giving you the joy and the excitement that it naturally should, or that it's giving you consistent frustration and pain where it it feels like a burden, this means that there is a part of you that's not in alignment. If you're new to human design, then this is your opportunity. Why not have that little bit of curiosity to see how you're built? Why not get someone to help you understand your superpowers and kryptonite? That's one of the readings that I offer. There are layers and layers of human design, and you may want to walk and wade through those layers. If you're a one line in your profile, you'll absolutely want that. I have a one line in my profile. That's how I'm built. But for a lot of people, they want to get to the stuff that's actually going to change their life and they want to start using it right away. And I have this very practical, pragmatic side to me, which is, yeah, I want to start using stuff right away and see the effects on my life. And that's what this superpowers and kryptonite reading will do. We also have the Quantum Way poster that's a free download. You have to register for it. So that is also available in the link in the show notes. And I hope that you'll download that and it will inspire your curiosity about your own human design, your own gene keys, and the work of Byron Katie. Thank you so much for being here today. It's always an honor and a pleasure to have you here. Bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of To Be Authentic, where we explore the practical side of human design, the gene keys, and the work in an integrated approach we call the quantum way. If you're new to human design and the gene keys, click the links in our show notes to get your free chart and profile. While you're there, subscribe to our mailing list to receive special offers and invitations and follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, and your podcast provider of choice to never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. You make this podcast matter.